It's time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to another edition of <laughs> Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel, and I'm talking in the background. And I'm you are in, listening eh? to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel as we broadcast live from Theo Luis's garage on the largest internet radio network on, in the world, Live 365. And from our awesome, cool-ass website, TwinTalkCast.com. As I open this bag, we're, we're doing it from there, eh? At Theo Luis's garage. As I said, we do it live every Tuesday night, but you can also catch our, our every one of our shows as we archive them for podcasts on our webpage on TwinTalkCast.com and also on iTunes, right, brother? Yeah, because we're iTunes, man. Just Just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on iTunes, and you can catch it there. The best thing about it is if you go to our webpage, again, TwinTalkCast.com, you can subscribe to our podcasts for free. They will be downloaded to your device of choice. Right, brother? Just make sure that uh, you tell your friends about it. That way you could show them. You know, if you download automatically to your either computer or to your, uh, what are those things that are face up? But they're not laptops. Tablets. <laughs> yeah. Those. <laughs> they're those, face you up. Know, like you can show your friends anywhere. Say, check out these vatos. They're pretty cool. Next thing you know, you got a little community going. As on, opposed hey? to those ones, that are, <laughs> those things that are face down, right? <laughs> the ones that fold, you know. Anyway, thanks so much for listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We're so awesome. We're awesome. You're so awesome. Well, we are awesome. Uh, yeah, I don't know about you. But Ray, we're but so I'm glad that, awesome, you, awesome. that you're so awesome enough to listen to us every week. You know, every week we pick up new listeners, you know, and people chime in on Facebook. And that's the way to talk us up during the show. We do it like, you know, like the new technology allows. We do it on Facebook. So friend us on Facebook at Twin, Twin Talk, Talk show. show. And also Twitter Twin Talk Show. And uh, you can chat us up during the show, anytime during the show. If there's something that you want to comment in regards to what we're talking about or anything. Please, really, honestly, it's us who answer that. We really do. We like, we like if you post somewhere, like on Facebook or Twitter, it's going to be my brother or me, you know. Probably yeah. both of us to answer. Yeah, we do. It's really us. It's pretty pretty cool, huh? It's one of us. And you can usually tell which one's the one who responded to your, you know. Whatever it is, because of what we say in our, our vernacular. But also, we do it the old-fashioned style. If you want to call us during the show. Like right now, right? Like right now. Like this is the show. Anytime, right now. Twin Talk with Jose throughout, and Angel. Throughout the show, you can call us the old-fashioned way. We rigged Theo Luis's garage with a phone. And the number is area code 626 626-275-2. 626-275-2. Eight nine four six. Give us a call anytime throughout the show. You folks. know what? Uh, Dilly's just doesn't like. I think he likes the fact that we do a radio show from here. He just doesn't know how much we, you know. Who's this? Dilly's. Dilly's. Totally. Yeah, I, of course. He totally because we leave the garage door open because it's summer. It's eh? warm. Southern California está, está bien padre here. Right? Anyway, we have a we we like I said, you can get all of our shows uh, via podcast. And last week. Check out last week's show. Go to TwinTalkCast.com and 
check out last week's show. We had an awesome show, right, brother? We had uh, Tony Lanny. He's that financial guy that uh, <laughs> he answered some pretty hard questions, eh? I came fin at him pretty good, eh? Financial expert and guru, friend and mentor, Tony Lanny, who's been in the industry over 17, 18 years. Uh -huh. He kind of shared us, uh, you know, some uh, information on how to uh, get rich or at least protect yourself and your family for the future in case and for these eventualities that may happen throughout life. He handled it pretty good. He was pretty smooth, good answers. Uh, answered a lot of pretty tough questions. I guess I was like projecting on him, eh? I think just because I'm, you know, just because I'm like, um, I don't know. Yes, <laughs> obvious. Anyway, he was uh, he was on our show. Not only is uh, is he a sharp guy, but he's actually a fun interview. So not only would would you be um, oh like, yeah, you know what? That was funny, man. I don't he came back with a bunch of stuff from the from the news and dirty laundry. He was listening. Yeah, to the of show, course, man. he's a fan of ours. Anyways, uh, he uh, not only informs us and lets our listeners know and us know that it's still, even during t hard times, especially during hard times, we should uh, prepare ourselves for the future to protect our family and our loved ones. And there's a way to do it. Jeez, for goodness sake, I'm worth more dead than alive. But I know that my family is okay, and I do it for a little bit of money a, a month. On monetary mo terms, perhaps, brother, but, you know. You're talking. Thank you very much. You're talking with your mouth full there, bro. Sorry, man, and I had to say it before I'll I forgot it, eh? Well, I still had the nerve, eh? Also, uh, uh, what else did we have? Uh, did, did we have a call-in? I don't know, but but we had uh, News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casas. Jackie Casas was here every week, as she is, with the News and L Dirty Laundry. And today, Jackie Casas via Telemundo and NBC, our anchor, our reporter, our news girl, our awesome chick is here, like she is every Tuesday night, with News and Dirty Laundry. What are you going to have for us later in the show, Jackie? I like that I'm all-around cool chick. All-around. Awesome. All-around cool chick. <laughs> of course. Tonight, I have the latest on the horrific massacre in Aurora, Colorado, and the sad, sad details of some of those victims. Also, the NCAA drops a bitch slap on Penn <laughs> State with <laughs> massive pensions after the Cherry Sandusky scandal. We'll chat oh, about that. <laughs> and finally, I'm always here to help you. So, fellas, are you using a cheesy pickup line? Uh. I'll tell you the top ten if maybe you're using that out there with the ladies. I'm All that and more coming up. Coming up with the news. I'm not on any of those, eh? <laughs> One through ten, maybe eleven, you know, but not ten, eh? I'll so stay tuned for <laughs> Jackie's Casas and her news and dirty laundry. But we have some more guest. We have some guests on today. Yes, who, we do. who do we got, brother? Oh well, listen tonight, fantastic show we've got going on. We have. Olympic gold medalist in honor of the Olympics, ah, which are going to man. start at the end of the week, the Summer Olympics 2012 in London. From Yahoo Sports, Mr. Dan O'Brien. He has won the decathlon gold medal in 1996. He's three-time world champion in the decathlon, and we're going to chat up uh, a little bit of the uh, awesome, uh, previews man. of what's going on. That's why we're the twin talk with Jose and Angel, because we're current with Todo, eh? Yeah, we know. I mean, isn't this the Olympics like starting like on Friday? On Friday, shit? man, on Friday, yes. So it's going to be all over the TV, right? It's all, all over the world, TV and internet. And we have Mr. Dan O'Brien. Real party, right on. Dan O'Brien. six-pack and watch it. From Yahoo Sports and former Olympian himself, winner of the decathlon in 1996, gold medal. Gold freaking metal. Right on. We're also going to have a uh, producer and uh, b-boy dancer, brother, uh, from back. You know, he's got quite a bit of uh, 
stuff that he's done in his repertoire, if you will, like uh, Dancing with the Stars and uh, Step Up to and other stuff. His name is Zulu Gremlin. Steve Royball is going to be here, brother. And he's got some awesome. things going on right now be, uh, in the hip-hop uh, independent world, if you will, he's going to talk about. So. Awesome. I'm looking forward to that. So we got a little bit of everything. Also, uh, with us, uh, are a very frequent caller of ours, our contributor, Mr. from NBC Los Angeles, Mr. John Klimak. Yeah, Klimak. Mm-hmm. Going to be with us. So y'all stay tuned. It's an awesome full, it's a full show. And the chill lounge and a musical break también. Eh? So let's move on, move on. We got a big, busy show. How was your and week? And a chill lounge, eh? All right. How was your <laughs> show? How was your show? How was your week, bro? Hey, dude, thanks for the uh, shooting range over on the bachelor party, man. That was fun. I was scared, man, but it was good. Oh, my, what my brother's talking about is that he's getting married in, in about a week and a half. And I, of course... Am his uh, my best man, best eh? man. So it was. That's so cute. How I got the rings now. Isn't it like tradition? Like since I have the rings, like he has to hold it. He's supposed to hold them and yeah. make sure he has them there on the spot and okay. lose them. Right, well, then man. why is my son the ring bearer? Is he just walks up with the rings? Yeah. Yes, and you hold them. You hold them up until the wedding. Okay. Yes. So, so he just walks up the aisle with the rings and then hands them to me when I'm standing up. Or yeah. Something. That's kind of yeah. nerve wracking. But anyways, for our um, for my brother's uh, bachelor party, my brother and I were too cool and too classy for all the cra- stupid stripper stuff that we did some cool manly stuff. Stop chewing yeah. into the microphone. We, <laughs> I took my brother and the yeah, there was no I strippers, like how you baby. Stop right away, like you paused. I, I baby, there was no strippers. See, we're too manly and too like you know. Okay, baby, did you hear him? I took my brother. I took my brother and the guys to a shooting range in Los Angeles, the Los Angeles shooting range, and we uh, we shot it up. We had some. uh, We had what did we have? It was dope. There was you know there was. You guys uh, didn't have like any brewskis (laughs) while you're shooting each other. No, you know what? That was later. But you know what? Machete's been there. Danny Trejo. There's a picture of him Ah. there. Yeah. Uh, That Vato from Driver and from The Notebook. Oh, you know the one, Ryan, Ryan oh Gosling. My God, he's, he's been hot. there. He's, there's a picture of him, and they sh- they have up there with, with their picture. They have the you know how when you go to the shooting range, they got that paper you shoot on, and it shows where yeah, you shot. Yeah, they have it signed. Do with they let there. you put your like a like a picture that you want to put down there to shoot at, like a picture of your ex boyfriend? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They probably do. Uh, <laughs> you you can you can buy targets. Dope, my brother was insisting on buying a target of of, of zombies. <laughs> They had zombies up there, eh? Yeah. That would have been awesome. I would have loved that. Dude, it, <laughs> zombie target practice. Yeah, that's what it was. It was pretty dope, man. What guns did we have? We had, listen, we had, of course, we had to get the Glock 9. All right, black, matte black, Glock 9. And, of course, the first one I chose was a 357 Magnum. Dirty, Dirty Harry. Dirty man. Harry special, long barrel. Dude, that thing had a big kick to it. That one was a... That one was a sloppy I good kick. I didn't see any pictures <laughs> of you guys posing with the guns because us girls, that's what we do. We, we did. would pose with the picture. <laughs> Look how sexy and deadly oh, I am. We, deadly. Did you see the picture? How sexy. <laughs> you but see it was like a picture of Angel in action. You're supposed to do the Charlie's Angels pose, you guys. Okay, I'm going to post one right now as we yeah, talk. We, we probably, but there's rules there. When you're not using the gun, you're supposed to set it down. Yeah, you're not oh, supposed to be like bummer. pointing around and stuff oh. like that. Yeah. Whoops. I would be kind of <laughs> nervous looking at people posing because there's, and that was well, another scary thing. Well, can't you, like, thing. unload it? Or before it's yeah. loaded, you yeah, take but, a picture with it. But you never know. But, then, but you, you always... Know, the, rule, number you. One, rule number one is always act as if it's loaded for safety. And you know what? Yeah. And you know what? What, what I didn't realize I was going to feel, which I did feel, was some fear of so many other people there because they did, like, a, so they had, there's so many... What mm-hmm. do they call them? Like, shooting... Stalls? Lanes. 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 And they let a, a certain amount of people in to fill them up at a time. 
So you're in there with a bunch of people with guns. Mm -hmm. And so it's like... You don't know who's going to make that mistake. Yeah, you know, mistake you know? or intention, you know. So you there's know? a certain level of, of like humbleness for there. You're like, orale, you it's know, a, I it's, put myself in this situation. You know what I felt like? Um, every time I go surfing, that's what I feel like. <laughs> no, because it's an exhilaration. No, it's an exhilaration. How is that the same as surfing? Can I finish? Oh. Let me finish before you guys laugh and judge. <laughs> when you go out into the ocean and you surf, there's a huge respect for the ocean. Because no matter how good a surfer you are, mm. you can be the you can be the victim of of something. You can get hurt and killed. You're not just like True. riding a bike. You it's like it's like that. You know, two stalls. We had one guy. We had two stalls, and then there was one guy, and he had this, this gun. And the stall right next to her was this like five foot tall girl. The respect I had for her because she was the only one shooting the shotgun, eh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was. And that thing was loud, eh? He was like, so fast. I've only been to a shooting range once, and ironically, it was on a date. That's kind of really, ironically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really coming from a woman. Eh? Really, tell me about it. What did you guys shoot? I shot a revolver. Which one? And who was this guy? Did he own? I don't know. I just Angel. remember the hairy chest. <laughs> <laughs> did he? Uh, did he own the gun or did he rent it? No, he did it. We rented it. It was at the Burbank shooting range, and uh, I had never gone shooting before. And somehow we decided that'd be our first date. That was the last date that we went on, <laughs> but um, it was kind of fun. <laughs> so was he good with the gun? Yeah, he had been shooting No, was he before. good with the gun? <laughs> <laughs> with I didn't mean it like that. Eh? Is that why it wasn't Dude, your we second went on date? Because okay. like, I would think like, <laughs> if I went on a date with a chick, right, uh -huh. and we said, oh, that sounds like fun. Okay, we'll do the shooting range. And she was really good with the gun. I would find that really creepy. <laughs> no, yeah. creepy, not creppy. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't that good with the gun, but it was my first time, and it was like, it was hard, even though it's just a revolver. <laughs> like to like, do, I don't know. It kind of hurt my um, um, finger. Uh, what do you, I want to remember? It was a revolver. Yes. And uh, why did it hurt your and finger? It, and it I was don't know. hard, and it hurt her finger. <laughs> I don't remember. It was a while ago. It just hurt. I remember it was like, I had to put like. Fuerza. Like, I had to, like... <laughs> to pull the trigger? Even though it wasn't, like, that big, it was maybe, it's like, It's because girls big. are made of sugar and spice and everything Th nice. There's so much <laughs> I can go with. There's so much we can. There's so much we can go with this. Okay. she Did he shoot the gun well? Did, did she hurt her finger because it was that big and it did wasn't he, that big? Did he aim? <laughs> did he aim? <laughs> it was big, but it wasn't that big. <laughs> it was a hard one to no handle. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so... um. Um, let's go on. Anyways, we talked we talk about it. It was awesome, and I just want everyone to know that I posted on Facebook a, f a photograph of myself uh, holding that three five seven gun. Did you see it, Ace? No. Why are you laughing? Oh, the one of me? Yeah. No, I posted the one of me holding up the, th the three fifty seven oh, long okay. barrel um, and uh, my safety uh, uh, goggles <laughs> and everything as well. I'm just laughing at this post. It's that somebody put on our Facebook. <laughs> Facebook. What does it say? <laughs> on our watch. It says, a cigarette shortens your life about eight minutes. Good sex adds about ten minutes. So, chain smokers, fuck for your life. <laughs> <laughs> I got, All right. I got <laughs> Anyways, congratulations, brother. We'll uh, look forward to your wedding, bro. Thanks, brother. Anyhow, it's time for shout-outs now. <laughs> Enough of my, my wedding and my bachelor party. Anyhow, but since since we're on the topic of the bachelor party, I do want to give a shout out to my groomsmen that were there: uh, Manuel, uh, Tony, uh, Jose, 
Uh, also, uh, some people that were there at my bachelor party. What's up, Will? Thanks for showing up last minute. Uh, and uh, Michael and uh, Dad for provide for hosting such a badass end of the night. And to the boys también. Also, I want to give a shout out to that liquor store. Which one? I don't know. Wherever you guys got all that pistol that, that <laughs> night, eh? There you go. There's a we shout out. We went to Vallarta. Dude. There you go. There you go. Also, I want to give a shout out to Elizabeth in Glendale Gallerina, Galleria. I got the socks, baby. Thanks for your help. <laughs> also, Alejandra Rojas in Chile. Mucho gusto y bienvenido al, al cochero de Tío Luis. <laughs> also, Monca. You got your own Facebook. It's about time, eh? <laughs> also, I want to give a shout out to Espiritu Mente. I love you and your hubby. I know you listen sometimes. Uh, not all the time. You're over in Sacramento, but you do listen from time to time. And there's your shout out to you and your hubby, Daniel. You, you, brother, he's got this cool ass website with a, a online comic called Escape from Cubicle Land. Dude, it's pretty dope. Awesome. Who's this? Uh, DanielThingSteiner.com. Just like the way you hear it, go to DanielThingSteiner.com uh, for Escape from Cubicle Land. It's pretty cool. Express cuts are brought to you by. Wait, shout-outs are brought to you by Express Cuts, because you got to get your heart. Do you have any shout-outs? No, I don't. Go ahead, bro. Okay, well, then don't laugh. <laughs> All right, let me give you a shout-out. I'm going to give a shout-out to investigative producer for Anna Garcia at NBC. She and I have been going on an investigations and surveillance, Miss Robbie Orale. Peel. Also, the uh, trusty intern we have. She's a sharp kid, uh, Alexis Trujillo. Uh, shout-out to you guys as well. Good job. Anyhow, um, there you go. Escape from Cubicle Land. DanielThingSteiner.com. That's the last shout-out. And the shout-outs are brought to you by Express Cuts because you have to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts at 10420 Laura Souza Road in the city of El Monte. Uh, walk in or just or call for an appointment at 626-502-0168 at Express Cuts and tell them Los Cuates sent you and you get something pretty cool, eh? All right. We'll be right back with uh, News and Dirty Laundry with Jackie Casas. Stay Choo! tuned.
You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on TwinTalkCast.com. And on Live 365. As, yes, as we broadcast live from Theo Luis's garage. We do it every week on Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Pacific time. That's out here in the west coast of, uh, of North America. And if it happens to not be a Tuesday, then you're probably listening to the stream on Live365.com. <clears throat> or somebody just playing it on their web player. Uh, that's what happens when you're eating chips during the show, bro. You got to clear your throat. You're making noise. All that stuff. <clears throat> anyway, uh, every week we come to you live and we, uh, you know, my brother and I are identical twins. For those of you who have listened to us for the first time, Angel and I are really, really are identical twins. Check us out on Facebook. Yeah, really, check I, us out. I try not to, though, bro. Our I, Facebook page I, is I Twin. I got, there's no bones about it, eh? Our Facebook page, <laughs> Twin Talk Show. Twin Talk Show, Jose and Angel. Also, uh, follow us on Twitter, at Twin Talk Show. And the neat thing is that you can always uh, chat us up during the show on Facebook. On post, Friend us and then post on our wall. And on Twitter, but plus you can call us, right, bro? At uh, 626 275 Twin. That's 626 275 8946. So uh, there you go. That's what's going on. So. Every week on TwinTalkCast.com. Ah. And now, when this nice guttural beat that grabs you by the loins and says listen comes in we know that it's time for our anchor news reporter cool chick awesome producer and the reader of all news and dirty laundry miss jackie casas and she comes from nbc and telemundo let's hear for jackie casas what's up jackie Oh, I don't have you up. Hi, Jackie. Oh, I knew I couldn't hear myself. I know. What's up? Hi. Hi, Jackie. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm here. We're so happy that you're with <laughs> us every week, giving us the uh, the news and dirty laundry. Yes. How was your week? Oh, it sucked ass. It sucked ass. <laughs> I always trip out on that saying, sucked ass. <laughs> you know, that's a matter of... Uh, <laughs> You know, it's perspective there. No, it was pretty <laughs> shitty. <laughs> okay, well, so that's why it's called. That's why it sucked ass. Yeah, it was pretty crummy. I think in general for anybody, I got in a pretty nasty car accident last week. Oh no, so you it's did? Been, yeah, it's been like a big old problem. <laughs> I didn't hear about that. What? Yeah, what is? At work? I no, I was driving home. I was like literally just three minutes away from home, which is the worst part of it all. Um, some bitch came out from like she <laughs> she she had a stop sign. She did not stay, okay. and this pinche vieja uh. just crosses right over and darts in front of me. So I t-boned her ass. Oh my god, you t-boned her. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. I did. Oh, I you had a car accident. Yeah. She just that's what she's saying. <laughs> oh, I thought did I heard you, something did, else. Did anybody get hurt? Are you okay? Are I you? did. Look at me. Oh my gosh! I didn't know she's got a bruise, bro. I have bruises on my chest. I have bruises oh on my, my arm. They actually look much better. I have bruises all down on my abdomen. I'd show it to you guys, but Jackie, I don't have chonies. I mean, or shorts, <laughs> or both actually. I don't wow! Know either one. Please show us. So, um, <laughs> Jackie, really, you buried the lead. I, I when did this happen? <laughs> this happened last week on Thursday. And I didn't find out till this week. Yes, I know. I had never been in an accident before, so like this, no, never. So it was um, kind of scary. How long has it been now? 
Will you try? My, but my chest like hurt and I can't I still can't. And really you're still walking around? I am. I went to work the next day because I was like, Oh, I'm okay. No, Whatever, Charlie, I'm okay. Charlie. Now That's were you driving your dad's car since your car's been broken? No, down? I was driving my sister's old car. Oh, no. So it ha- it's like it, it's just temporary. Angel, since go my get car my keys. Fixed. Put my key grab my keys. <laughs> I don't want her anywhere near my <laughs> keys. Leave me alone. <laughs> My mom says I need how's, to get a limpia because I'm having too much bad car you know juju. I, isn't that funny? <laughs> you, you know, that I've mom's had, like, always saying that también, huh? I've had five people tell me, vete a hacer una limpia, y- Dios y- mío. Uh, you know what? That's interesting that people would, people really believe that stuff, huh? Yeah. You know what I think? You know what? I never have. Hold on a second, eh? You know, and I never have, but I've been told that many times. But, you know, so far, so good. It's been... For our listeners who don't don't understand the uh, Latin culture, Olympia is where they have sort of like a medicine doctor, sort of voodoo doctor. (laughs) It's not a voodoo doctor. It's like an aura cleansing. It's It's like an aura cleansing. Yeah, and they utilize uh, Santeria, and that's based on voodoo, dude. OMG, no, they don't. It depends where you go, bro. It depends Depends where you go. where you go. You can go to a shaman. You can go to a spiritualist. Burn some incense, and and it's all superstition anyway. Or burn some sage. Yeah. Oh, they use... Common is commonly used as sage. You mm-hmm. just burn it up, and you yeah. can clean your home. You can clean your aura. When you whatever. go, your, when you get, I'll get you some over at the mountain. I haven't been there. Haven't oh, been. Really? They have a whole bunch at the mountain on the trail. Bring some over. They, uh, tie it up. I don't know what it looks it like. Sit. I just know what it smells like. It's like a bright. It's like a gray green. Looks gray. Gray green. I'll get you some. When you burn it, me. Well, listen. Start from the furthest point of your house with it burning, oh, and walk backwards out of it. I comprende. Okay. okay. Gotcha. Well, we're sorry that happened. And to m- not, yeah. not to make light of things, but we're glad you're okay. You seem okay. Yeah, it, no, Saturday I was like a fucking vegetable. All no, dude, she's bruised up, shit. man. Yeah. You can't see from over there. I'm telling you, the worst ones are the ones on my abdomen, but I cannot show you because I have no chunnies on, so. I mean, short. Well, both, yes, both. Shorts or anything. <laughs> I, <I'm> com- <laughs> I go commando all the time. Me too. <laughs> you know? My kind of girl. <laughs> anyway, so we need to move on. Yes. Uh, so let's talk about uh, what's uh, what do you got going on in news and I'm glad you're okay, Mia. Thank you. So tonight we start with a horrific story that has caused much sadness across the nation. Uh-huh. A 24-year-old former doctoral candidate opened fire into a packed movie theater during a midnight showing of the newly released The Dark Knight Rises. This happened in Aurora, Colorado, early Friday morning, which is about 25 minutes from Denver. Twelve people are confirmed dead, with the youngest victim being a six-year-old little girl, and 38 people are wounded. The suspect, James Holmes, walked into the theater about 30 minutes into the film during a shooting, uh, shooting violent uh, part of the film. He was well-armed with um, gas canisters, multiple guns, a bulletproof vest, ballistics equipment, which included a helmet, um, and other gear all over his body, something even for his groin. Mm. Uh, he was arrested outside. Why, he was a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> he was super, super bodily prepared. He was arrested shortly after the shooting outside of the theater. That's terrible. And appeared in court on Monday. He was weird in court. He had a whole range of expressions where he looked like he was on drugs. It looked like he was sleepy. It looked like he was tired. His eyes were closed, and then he would last without blinking. Really? Do you think he, you don't think he was faking it? Yes, there have been some claims that he was actually faking his um, appeared appearance to, be crazy. to claim 
uh, to claim possibly insanity for it. But it's a really sad story because it seems like what he did was that he released this. Oh, he's wearing a gas mask as well. Right. He released these gas canisters. So people in the movie, he really? was dressed. They threw gas canisters in there? Yeah. He had a gas mask and he had these guns. So a lot of people thought were under the assumption this was part of the movie. Oh. Um, because a lot of the moviegoers were dressed up in, in costumes. So they thought this was part of the film, part of the show, until they realized this was really, really happening. And um, he started shooting, shooting, and went up to the stairs of the movie theater. And then also there was a point where he was shooting at people by the exit. So people were crawling, trying to figure out how to get out, even getting to the exit. And there were some uh, victims or some witnesses that were heard people saying, don't go to the exit. He's blocking the exit oh and man. shooting at people. A lot of the victims were actual boyfriends that were protecting their girlfriends, that they covered them, hunched over them, and protected That's them terrible. from bullets. And they actually died. It's a truly, truly sad, sad story of what happened. It is terrible what happened. And you know what? It's so sad when these things happen that, that uh, you know, all the people, this guy is just one guy can mow so many people down, you know? Yeah. So it, it's just ridiculous. It's also kind of crazy because the suspect, James Holmes, is, is he's a neuroscience student um, from UCR, which is a local school here uh, in Southern California. UC Riverside, yeah. And he was doing the Ph.D. program in, um, in Colorado, which he had just recently withdrawn from the Ph.D. program. So he was a smart, smart dude, 24 years old in the Ph.D. program. I'll tell you why he was stupid. You know what? He was probably totally tripping out and and living out uh, a, li a villain life because you know like the villains are they always like these mad scientist guys yeah and so this guy was like you know a mad scientist like i said and he it thought was it was real i it mean he thought it wasn't real i don't know it depends on yeah it's a really 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 um sad stories coming out of aurora and actually someone out in the scene in colorado was nbc la reporters john caddy's Klimak, and he was there to kind of witness to see what happened in some of these families John Klimak, this is Jose with Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Can you hear me? Good evening, fellas. John, thanks so much for being on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. You are such a loyal uh, contributor and friend of ours. Thank you very much. Unfortunately, in a very somber uh, situation, uh, you were in Colorado covering these events last week. Can you tell us, uh, you know, we've got the facts and the facts keep coming out. Um, what was the feeling and the mood like there in the community? You know, guys, we arrived there really just a few hours after the shooting. When we got there, the, the police had been uh, spending the morning there on the scene. People were starting to arrive. We saw the first three bouquets of flowers show up at this makeshift memorial they set up just across the street from the theater. Uh, when we left there this afternoon, we stopped by once again, and it, it is a mountain of flowers that have been left now. Um, I, I couldn't even begin to count what is there. There are photos and signs and drawings, and uh, in particular, there are 12 white crosses that have been erected there. And I don't know if you guys have heard the story about those. The guy who put those there is the same guy who put the 15 crosses in Columbine. at Columbine in 1999. Right. You also remember he put 15 crosses, which included two crosses for the two shooters from Columbine, which... Uh, the father of one of those victims ended up taking those two down. But regardless, it was the same guy who came back to Aurora, Colorado, to do just that. And people have written names on the crosses and then messages to uh, the family members. And interesting to note, too, there was a little section where they had all, all the flowers and candles set up. And then once those crosses went up, everyone started leaving flowers and candles near the crosses. And if you look at that line of crosses, and you, see, you, you can, it, it is obvious which one has the larger mountain, and that is 
the one with the name of the six-year-old uh, Veronica Moser Sullivan. Um, a lot of people around her across. That's terrible. Sobbing some tears there today. When we were there, we talked to one woman who was from Aurora and, and had a really hard time kind of expressing herself because she was trying to do so through tears, and she said her, her biggest concern is whether or not anybody would find out why, why this person would allegedly do all of this. Um, you know, Jackie there was talking about a lot of uh, what was going on and, and what investigators are saying. Cops won't, um, <clears throat> cops won't confirm that this suspect uh, called himself the Joker. We had heard that. We had heard that he had that uh, orangish red hair. Um, we didn't obviously see that until we officially saw him in court just yesterday. But uh, you know, that, that's the big thing for the folks out there. Is they they, they want to know why. They want to see, you know, what kind of information can come out so that they can try to get a little bit of closure through all this. But also. They've taken it upon themselves to, and this this started over the weekend, to uh, not use his name. Interesting. They don't want his name in articles. They don't want his name spoken. Uh, The president, President Barack Obama, when he was there on Sunday, uh, we got word from the White House that he had heard about that, and he had promised that in all of his remarks, he too would not use the name of the suspect. Wow. Uh, kind of an homage to those folks who have passed away. So, Something else. So what kind is of, it? kind of interesting, guys. I don't know if you've noticed or seen it online. I don't know if there's a way you can find it and pull it up and throw it on, on your Facebook page and website. But there is a picture that's floating around. On Sunday, there was a massive vigil there in Aurora, just a couple blocks from, from where the shooting happened. And a woman took a photo of the sky as she was leaving. And clouds are moving in. And it is a remarkable photo where you can see what appears to be this gigantic angel in the clouds right above the movie theater. It's phenomenal. Wow, that's that's amazing. Okay, we're going to I wasn't fi- there. I swear I wasn't there, eh? <laughs> you hear Jack- me? <laughs> Jackie's looking that up now to post it on her Facebook wall. <laughs> John, before we let you go, um, is there anything? I mean, I, I you have covered a lot of news, just as myself. I know when I was in, in Colorado for Columbine, there was just uh, there. Uh, there's nothing to describe exactly what it was like. Is there a sentence that you can say to describe the overall feeling of the people, or an anecdote that you can share with our listeners? I think part of it, particularly for the people of Aurora, is not again. Aurora is about 50 miles from Columbine, and they vividly remember Columbine. Right. In 1993, there was another mass shooting at a Chuck E. Cheese where four people were killed by a mass gunman who went in. He was uh, sentenced to death, by the way. Um, Happened in Aurora. Wow. Nobody understands why this seems to be this, there seems to be this hotbed of anger or whatever it could possibly be. Wow. The big thing is, why us, why again? Yeah, that's, that's terrible. Why any time for anyone? My brother, I think, has one more question, and we're done. Yeah, what it, uh, uh, What about, about those uh, conspiracy theories that are out there that I don't – I'm sorry to throw it out there in such a somber time, but but we're, uh, because of this, uh, uh, the, the gun laws being such a, a big deal right now uh, uh, in controversy that this would be something that – I know it sounds pretty uh, uh, insensitive, but staged, if you will uh, – um, uh, I don't know, by proponents or, or supporters of such whatever movements for guns or not. 
Is that was there a question in there? <laughs> the question is, that, is the, the question the, is the, the question uh, is. Let me give it. The, there's a conspiracy <laughs> conspir- conspiracy theorists are afraid that in order to try and and uh, 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 <laughs> advance the ban on guns initiative, that these kind of things are being staged by peoples or administrations. That would be. That's ridiculous, first of all. It's just my opinion, not those of NBC News. But let me tell you this. Um, in, in regards to this, you know, that's one of the biggest first questions that was asked to the, police, to the chief of police out there was, how could he have got, possibly gotten so much weapons, so much ammunition in such a short period of time, and nobody noticed anything? Yeah, that's amazing. And the, and the chief said that they have gone through what they can find, showing us receipts, by the way, of everything that he has purchased and everything that he did, everything that he did to get what he had, allegedly, was legal. Yeah. Well, you know what? That's a that's a topic. That's a good answer. That's a topic for another show, and we and we are planning to have that show very very soon. In the meantime, John, thank you very much for joining us on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We know that you've been very very tirelessly covering this event, and uh, you took the time to be with us tonight. Thanks again. Have a good night there, John. Guys, take care. Right on, brother. Take right. care. So, uh, you know what? Uh, Jackie posted on our wall that photograph that uh, John Klimak has reported on that uh, looks like a humongous angel over the theater. It's amazing. It really Not me, does. man. Not me. I wasn't there, eh? Wow. <laughs> man. <laughs> well, it's and, beautiful. Anyway, back to Jackie. She's got more on the story. Yeah, it was... Uh, like John Klimak uh, had mentioned, Obama was uh, there and said some words. He went to go visit some of the victims at the hospital and uh, was able to um, chat with them a little bit. Let's take a listen to what he had to say. When you have an opportunity to visit with families who have lost their loved ones, uh, as I describe to them, I come to them uh, not so much as president uh, as I do as a father and as a husband. And I think that the reason stories like this have such an impact on us is because uh, we can all understand what it would be uh, to have somebody that we love uh, taken from us in this fashion, uh, what it would be like and how it would impact us. I had a chance to visit with each family and uh, most of the conversation uh, was uh, filled with memory. It was an opportunity for families to describe how wonderful uh, their brother or their son uh, or daughter was and the lives that they had touched and the dreams that they held for the future. I confess to them that uh, words are always inadequate in these kinds of situations, but that my main task was to serve as a representative of the entire country and let them know that we are thinking about them at this moment and will continue to think about them each and every day. And that the um, that the awareness that not only all of America but m- much of the world is thinking about them uh, might serve as some comfort. Anyway, that's, uh, Jackie was a little concerned with this was a long bite to, for the show. Uh, but you know what? Um, I just thought they were such beautiful words that it was just so 
capturing of the of the moment of how the victims are feeling i couldn't decide what what to put on i must agree with uh with jackie i think that the president uh, spoke very eloquently and he uh his job there as he stated was to be a representative for americans he's our leader he's our president and we can't all go to those people who have suffered so greatly at the hands of this evil man but the president can go for us on our behalf and speak to him, them and speak to the, the uh, authorities there. Let them all know that uh, we as Americans all care. So I applaud the president. I, th I think it was a, a magnific magnificent speech. And uh, we hope that these kind of speeches are never necessary ever again. Yeah. Uh, as for Warner Brothers, who uh, produced the movie, they uh, shut down their Paris uh, uh, screening, that, that which was planned to be for that same day also canceled all media interviews with all the with the whole cast and hathaway uh bale everyone within the the film he actually the main character christian bale um went to uh aurora colorado one of the hospitals to visit the victims today wow. who did this the christian bale yes the main the main the lead actor yeah he, of, he uh, plays batman yes well that's fantastic that's fantastic you know um, we, we should move on because it's, uh, you know, we have more show, but we don't want to leave without letting people know, uh, listeners uh, throughout the world who are listening to us, that uh, America is hurting, but uh, we're strong and that our hearts go out to all the people and the victims. And I hope personally, I will personally speak that I, I want them to throw the book at this guy. I want him to be an example for everyone else. None of this uh, insanity crap. Anybody who does shit like that is insane, and regardless of their insanity or sanity, they deserve punishment. I do not think that guns should be banned. I think that uh, regulation is uh, is fair and equitable regulation is to be in place, but never to be banned because otherwise they're, those bad guys are the only ones that are going to have guns. There so. were a couple, um, those who support gun control were saying that they should have had arms, that they should have had arms when the movie theater, because you should always carry a gun with you. But if he had ballistic gear, wouldn't it just fire off of him? Like, wouldn't, well, wouldn't it yeah, be not any point? But you know what? It's not like Iron Man where it hits you like and you're, nothing happens to you and it just gives you more power and shit. Vest. No, you, you know what? That's, take a bullet, no matter what. That's if, one instance. You're going to take a bullet, it's going to hurt. But it's one instance. <clears throat> one guy that has all the ballistic stuff. Okay, I really do believe if that's the case, you just gotta go oh, to the I movies with like uh, Schwarzenegger or somebody. Big part. He booby trapped his apartment because the police went over to the apartment to check it out. He had it completely booby trapped. Police had to make sure that they took extreme <clears throat> precaution to make sure that it didn't blow up. They I, had to evacuate the building and everything. Whatever the case, if there's conspiracy theories or not, whether they're ground or not. Things happen, uh, and people will try to capitalize on it. So don't be too scared and do something out of your fear, whether it be banning something or taking away people's rights or whether it be going and buying a gun uh, out of fear. Either or. Just don't act on fear. Be careful because people try fear to Fear is good, us. though. Fear is good. Well, fear is good to make you jump and run when you have immediate danger, indeed. But uh, one that that would that would uh, uh, some politician or some capitalist will try to manipulate you to do something when uh, when you were think, thinking straight, you wouldn't do. That's what I'm talking about. All I say is that I hope people or Americans do not act in haste and decide that they're going to ban guns and take the guns away from uh, those who are uh, responsible 
um, and uh, good folk because it is uh, protected by a constitutional right. In the meantime, let's let's let our people heal, and let's do whatever we can to throw the book on this fool. Yes. Let's move on to the next one. What do you got going on? Moving on to my next story. A longtime powerhouse in the college football world has tumbled. Mm, sad days. Is that that Vato? The Penn State, no, the Penn State football program barely escaped a complete shutdown. Let the me pro- tell you. The whole program? And they deserve it. Yes, they escaped. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Pennsylvania 6, 5,000. <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> they escaped a complete shutdown of the program after the Jerry Sandusky child abuse scandal. The university agreed to an unprecedented 60... <laughs> million fine, a four-year ban from postseason play, and a cut in the number of football scholarships it can award. This is all the prize that's How many years postseason? Four Four years. years. Four years. Four years. Uh, This is all the price they're paying after the Jerry Sandusky uh, scandal, which according to reports, he brought boys onto campus and molested them. Man, I wish I would have went to that school. I'd be getting some of that money. These were all (laughs) pensions dropped by. by I'd make make shit up, eh? (laughs) (laughs) Me tocó ahí, really. (laughs) No, (laughs) posí. That's terrible. (laughs) These were all sanctions dropped by the NCAA. They also erased 14 years of victories, wiping out 111 of Paterno, which is Joe Paterno, one of the most famed college football coaches. Uh, so it wiped out 111 of his wins and stripping him of his standing as the most successful coach in the history of big-time college oh, I think I think the NCAA did it right. And I hope that the justice system does it right now, too. You <laughs> I know think that Vato... Thought he did it right. <laughs> Penn, Penn State meekly upset, accepted its punishment, pledging to hold itself to high standards of honesty and integrity. I mean, really, if they were to appeal those sanctions, how much of a little bitch would they look yes, like? Yes, they are bitch. And they covered up all these years. They did. So they deserve it. The sad thing is that there are a lot of, a lot of students, a lot of prospective players and athletes and students that want to go to that school and try to get – you know, um, scholarships. Not anymore. Not anymore. The, yes. the good thing is NCAA is going to honor them and let them uh, transfer to other colleges if they so desire. Yes. And, and be able to play on their first year. A lot, of t- a lot of times when you transfer from one college to the next, you're not allowed to play if you're, you know, in mid in mid season. All of a sudden, all the coaches at other places are going to stop taking those students. Not Charlie. He's a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to remind people Jerry Sanzeski, who was a former member of Joe Paterno's coaching staff. He was found guilty in June of sexually abusing 10 boys over 15 years, sometimes on campus. Like Jose said, they covered it up. Joe Paterno knew about Sandusky's yes. funky little action going on, and he covered it up. Uh, <laughs> They mopped it up. <laughs> oh, Joe Paterno died in January at age 85, so he did not get to see um, basically his tumble down from fame. They removed a statue that Joe was Paterno, on Joe Paterno, he's he, the coach. He, he was the head coach. He passed away in January. The one that was charged died? No. No, 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 no. He was the, w- the head coach and was covering it up. Oh, okay. Sandusky was his uh, like a oh, assistant okay. coach or whatever, yes, part, of, part of his coaching staff. Um, so he died in January. So this was before his. So so Paterno was the uh, was the, the head uh, coach, the pope, and the uh, head. The, no, the other guy was one guy was the pope. The other guy was the archbishop. Whatever. <laughs> he uh, 
Yeah, his statue was removed. His family and uh, put out a statement that um, it's, I guess, basically just not fair that this isn't who Joe Paterno truly was. Um, but in reality, he covered this up for something that spanned over yeah. 15 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's yeah. no excuse, and and um, I think they should have shut down the whole fucking program down. Para que se les quite like that, yeah. they they should have <laughs> done that. But um, they they did they did give him a good little bitch slap and. Um, We'll see what happens with Penn State. But, it, but isn't it a college? It's a it's a university, but it's so. How do you molest a child in college? There's little kids in yeah. college. Because Sandusky was involved in this child, uh, this youth football program that they had on their campus. On he the was campus. involved in. It mm -hmm. was on campus and it was off campus, and he would have some of these boys sleep over at his house. And um, he would molest them there, sometimes in campus. One of the coaches of the program in Penn State actually saw Sandusky in one of the showers molesting one of the boys. Mm. So um, it's pretty gross. Yeah, it is gross. Anyways, I'm glad they did it. And uh, they couldn't have done enough. Um, I hope that the justice system continues to do things. Because you know what? I believe that the uh, president and the, and the staff, uh, faculty uh, of Pennsylvania State also should be held criminally uh, liable. If not, at least civil, <laughs> civil, liability, civil liability. So let's get them. Have them teabag a hot muffler. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else we got? We got one, we got time for one more, then we got to go to our next segment. Okay, all right, guys. Cheesiest <sighs> pickup lines. You know you all got one. Nah, Charlie, I got zero of them. Uh, I don't know if you do. So I'm going to give you the top ten cheesiest pickup okay. lines that you have. So number ten. I'm a twin. <laughs> This one's so dumb. Well, here I am. What are your other two wishes? Okay. <laughs> That's number 10. Listen, that kind of gives you that you're pretty much arrogant and you're full of yourself and delusional. So how about you give me those other two wishes and fuck off? <laughs> number nine. Do you believe in love at first sight or should I walk by again? Oh, my God. That's stupid. <laughs> Yeah, apparently this is an old one, but it takes guts to say it. So um, <laughs> I'm hoping you guys hadn't say that because then I'd say, oh, I do believe in first sight. So walk away from me, love. <laughs> A good one. <laughs> Number eight. And I don't want to lose my sight. Eh? <laughs> so get out of my sight. Number eight. Can I take your picture? I want Santa to know exactly what I want for Christmas this year. That sounds like something Jose would use. <laughs> <laughs> it does. This is apparently popular with both men and women. And uh, it's kind of cute, kind of charming. However, what happens if the person that you're giving this line to is Jewish? Oh, uh, it's a good one. Mm. Uh, what do you do then? Um, I'm trying to think of one. What's the name of that Can hat? I? Can I? Yamaka? Can I take you home? Baby, that's not my yarmulke. Eh? Hey, <laughs> baby, can I take you home? I want to have you with my matzo balls. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Okay, number seven. That's not my yarmulke, baby. <laughs> Are you religious? Because you're Yamakayate. Oh, hold on. You're killing my line. Sorry. Are you religious? Because you're the answer to all my prayers. <laughs> What? Tacky. Oh, that one's pretty tacky. Number six. Are you lost? Because heaven's a long way from here. <laughs> Maybe angels like this one, but real women don't. So don't use it. Nope. Number five. I got a thirst, and baby, you look like my Gatorade. Uh. 
I like that one. Easy. Eh? That one will work, eh? No. That one will work. No, See, comparing man. your potential date to food or drinks is not going to win us over, guys. It's just not going to work. It's how you say it, baby. Listen, it's if I'm being compared it. to Gatorade, which is a well, yeah, poor choice you know, of a plastic, food, eh? But plastic, but close, eh? You know. You know, you're like a, you know, like you're a, like my scratch, and I'm your itch. You're like the bubbles coming. Oh, wait, you're my. I itch. don't want to no. know that you have itches. <laughs> you're like the bubbles that come out of the bottom of the glass of beer, baby. <laughs> That's no. what you're like, eh? It tickles my nose, eh? Wow, guys, don't make me laugh too hard. It hurts my chest, my shit. Te gusta, ya sabes que that one would work on you. Hurts my shit. Okay, number four. Do you have a license? Because you're driving me crazy. <laughs> Yeah, this reminds me of some stupid teenager movie. Mm. Like you're driving me crazy. That one's teenagery, <laughs> because of in a you know somebody my age said that, then I would that would be kind of <laughs> creepy. They probably are crazy, and they're blaming you. You know the codependency. You're driving me crazy, nah, Charlie. You're crazy. You're you just want to blame it on me. Yeah? <laughs> Number three, you must be a broom because you're sweeping me off my feet. Because oh. you're a witch, eh? <laughs> you must <laughs> <laughs> sweeping me off my. Now that's one that Jose would use. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think I might. He might have used it before. The broom uh, one. The broom one. I don't know. See, he'll say he, he's he's thinking about it. Maybe I haven't used it, but it's kind of close to what you know he what? would use. You know what? I've never used lines. Like I've just. Oh, come on. I've always contended that I'm very good conversationalist. So all I gotta do is see what's going on. With I'll the tell you what it is. You know what it is, Mija? Huh? He, he finds out where they're from, and he's probably been to a place close to there. Or not, but he's betting on it, so he'll throw a name out. That worked every <laughs> time for him. Well, let's see with number two. Maybe he's used this one. Pardon me. I seem to have lost my number. Can I borrow yours? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that sounds creepy nowadays. That, that one is, sounds like a sitcom, like somebody would use like on... Nowadays, you start with Facebook. Facebook me, because then if you get crazy on Facebook, I can block you. You can shit. block you, yeah. But if I'm interested in you, you ain't that crazy, and you're not stalking me on Facebook, then I can message you my number, and then we, we can move forward with that. Up. There you go, you so guys. So don't scare me with, can I borrow yours? No <laughs> way. Get out of my face. That's scary. <laughs> All right. Number one, cheesiest. Oh, oh, wait a second. I got one. What is it? Baby, did you just fart? Because you blew me away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> did, I, did I not say it'll make me laugh too hard? It hurts my chest. <laughs> uh, Ow. Oh, poor baby's hurt from a car. Oh, that was a good one. And number one. one. Number one. Cheesiest pickup line. What's your sign, baby? That's so cheesy and old. Number one. That makes sense. Researchers yeah. actually say it could be almost 2,000 years old because astrology has been something that's been around for thousands of years. Oh. So it's the oldest and yet the cheesiest pickup line that we have. And any of those, have they ever been used on you? Uh, yeah. You know which Sadly. one I don't like that's similar to that one? And it usually comes from a woman. They know they they just totally know. Oh, you are, and they pick the sign that they think you are. Oh, that's cheesy. That's very cheesy, because then they think they got you figured out, mm. and that's like a big no no. That's like a big turnoff, eh? It is. I hate what girls are. They think they got you all pegged in. Orale, I know. 
just act <laughs> stupid. I know you're this signy. With me, just act stupid and wave your head to side to side, to your sh- shoulder to shoulder. Save your breath, baby. Lourdes Orizabal <laughs> actually commented and said, hey, how about what's your name? And then answer, daddy. Oh. <laughs> Wait, so what's your name? Is that towards the guy? Cause you can know, I say it's because I used that one on her. Oh. Uh, it worked, eh? So that, uh, yeah, apparently. Cheesy or not, it worked, eh? I'm getting married with her now, eh? Apparently, that, that is the pick up the line that worked for you, Angel. Yeah, but she still hasn't called me daddy. Though. Anyway. <laughs> okay, guys, that's what I've got for you tonight. There you go, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. Another week of Jackie Casas News and Dirty Laundry. And we'll be right back with uh, from Yahoo Sports and uh, Olympic decathlon gold medal winner, Mr. Dan O'Brien. Stay tuned.
1965, Vietnam seemed like just another foreign war. But it wasn't. It was different in many ways, and so were those who did the fighting. In World War II, the average age of the combat soldier was 26. In Vietnam, he was 19. In, 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 in Vietnam, he was 19. Get funky. Those who get funky. Yeah, just hit me. Just taste the funk and hit me. Just get on down and hit me. 
battles at the uh, park in Morgan Park. The pop-locking battles. The pop-locking yeah. battles during the uh, parade when the schools from other cities in Southern California would come down and their best pop-lockers would come out and be the awesomest battles you've ever seen before. Yeah, that was awesome. And, you know, we were part of that. We were the, uh, we used to pop-lock. We yeah, were a team. We were pretty cool. We were awesome. Uh, um, we had a pretty good uh but we used to pop lock. We didn't do the break dancing. We pop. did the pop locking, which was predominantly started in the uh, West Coast. Yep. And uh, a lot of the uh, guys from, uh, remember when the, the, was it Lock High School would come yeah. down? Yeah. And uh, they would kick ass in the parade. Yep. And then the, the battles that would take place, uh, or as you would say, it w- would ensue later on. My brother and I were uh, <laughs> pop lockers, and we were a team. We were called Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You figure out who was who. But anyways, welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. We are so honored that you listen to our show every week uh, as we broadcast live on, from Theolis Garage on TwinTalkCast.com. And on Live365.com. <clears throat> and we're back from a cool musical break. Man. We're back from the musical break. We've been talking about uh, our guests, uh, uh, med- gold medal winner on the Decathlon from 1996, Mr. Uh, Dan O'Brien. Also, Zulu Gremlin, our hip-hop dancer. Well, guess what? They're not here. They're not here, man. You know... But we always prepare for these these eventualities, and that's what we have coming up now. I'm really glad that we – and you need not worry. We have a really cool-ass uh, highlights that are coming up from the Rock for the Cure event, which we have uh, have not broadcasted uh, since the event coming Broadcast. up next. Broadcast. Well, <laughs> broadcast or whatever. But I want – before we get into that, brother, I want to say that it's true. They said they would be there here. And they are not here. It's not us telling you they were going to be here without them saying they uh, no, were going to we, be here. We confirmed. We confirmed. It was totally confirmed. And they were not here. Yes, it is what it is. Eh? And uh, so, um, but, you know, we what we leave you with, uh, we still don't leave you with anything. No, Charlie, we, it's the show ain't over yet. Bro. Yeah, we, we, no, show's not over. We participated recently in the Inland Empire Rock for a Cure event where there was four awesome rock and roll bands, M.T. Robinson, um, Borrowed Bones, uh, Loving a 38, and uh, the last um, uh, Sojourners. Sojourners. And it was all to benefit the American Cancer Society and Re- Re- Relay for Life. What a fun, fun, and heartfelt uh, event it was. I really got that. It was a, it was a party indeed, but everybody was, was totally just uh, feeling it. And here it is. Here's a show. Here's a show. Listen to it. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live on the largest internet radio network in the world. That's Live 365. But and, can, of course, and on the coolest website ever, 
www.twintalkcast.com. I'm going to say that's pretty subjective that you say it's the coolest it's website. It's the coolest one, brother. It's it is check this, brother. We are twi- with Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, and you know what? Every Tuesday night we broadcast live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com. But today we are so honored to be part of this auspicious event, an event that is going to benefit American Cancer Society, right, brother? Right, because we go mobile. <laughs> we are mobile at the Inland Empire. What is it? Rock for a cure. What is it? Rock for the cure. Four or five? For the cure. Yeah, I don't know. It's like 15th annual Rock for the Cure, ladies and gentlemen. And we're doing it from Romano's Concert Lounge over in uh, the city of Riverside. This is the second year that we've had the honor to do this. Yes, we have. And it's pretty dope. The people here are so nice. Uh, uh, Mr. Romano himself, I don't know, Gary? Gary. I think his name is? Yeah, Gary. What a rocking dude. Yeah, I know him as G. The food is tight. Hey, the food is good here. They got a good choice of beer. And the people rock, huh? Awesome music. Yeah. Awesome music. Let me tell you something. Yeah, we got a rowdy crowd going out there already. Yeah. Okay, they, you know what? The, the uh, Inland Empire Rock for a Cure is going to uh, contain contain a lot of party, but it's going to be the uh, Borrowed Bones, the Sojourners, N.T. Robeson, and uh, Loving a 38. And beer. And beer and food, and there's going to be raffling. And beer. All kinds of stuff. My brother wants all the beer that he can. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen... You know, he strips for I'm beer. I'm digging. I, I will work for beer. But we are broadcasting live on the internet. And, uh, you know, they listen to us all over the world. So if you guys want to make some noise or whatever, they will hear you in Australia. They will hear you in, in, Turkey. East, in East L.A. In East L.A. <laughs> and, 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 and if they like you, they'll tag you on the wall. También, eh? Wintaki, locos. Just before we came on the air, there was some bump music from uh, a friend of ours, uh, lo- friends of ours, Love Into 38, who are going to be performing here tonight. The track is a brand new track, which they premiered on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel last week, called All Mine. They're awesome. And if you, had a, if you didn't have a chance to listen to the show, uh, we went live on Tuesday, because Tuesdays is Wednesday, but you could catch the podcast on iTunes, because we are iTwins. Just search for Twin Talk. With Jose and Angel. Now, if anybody is on the internet world right now listening to us, if I say, for those of you who are on the internet world listening to us, <laughs> feel free to chat yeah, us brother, up. If they're listening to us, they're on the internet. Right. Right? Okay. All right. Anyway, if, when you're listening to us, uh, chat us up on Facebook on Twin Talk Show. Make, uh, make mention of all the things you want to talk about. Uh, shut my brother off if you want. Make and mention. all that good stuff. Make a lot of things, eh? I'm loquacious like that, eh? I'm what? verbose. What? Yeah. Anyways, we have a fantastic show coming up. Okay, with us today, of course, um, one of the headlining acts uh, of this awesome event. They've been doing it every year since it started. Uh, M.T. Robeson's going to be here with us. We're going to interview. Let's hear it for M.T. Robeson. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Also with us today. We should get a mic on the audience, eh? I know, man. I didn't think of that. Eh? You did, any? Eh? I did. I did everything I, else. I, I thought of it. Angel, eat. Okay. Anyway, so, so here's the deal. Also uh, with us today, a person who is a survivor, or two-time survivor, and also someone who has a great testimony uh, when it comes to uh, what the uh, American Cancer Society can do for you. Miss Cindy Wessel is going to be with us in a little while. Let's hear it for Cindy. Right on. And of course, like every week on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, she comes out of uh, KNBC Los Angeles and Telemundo and she makes her way over the trash can and past the leaf blower and sits right next to the lawnmower with grace and she gives us the news and dirty laundry and she does it with, with such a plum and grace Miss Jackie with plums? Casas, a such plum. a plum a plum 
A plus. What's, what's up with the plums, eh? Jose in his vernacular. You know how it is. <laughs> it's out there. It's out there, baby. It's out there. You need a new. You need to uh, like uh, expand your vocabulary. Dude. I just need like a pocket dictionary with you because <laughs> a thesaurus all the time. A a, 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 a Sorry. Anyway, so Jackie does the news and dirty laundry, which contains the news and a little bit of dirty laundry when it comes to entertainment and sports. She's, what do you got going on? So first? you guys be careful. Eh? She might bring out your dirty laundry. Eh? Don't talk to her too much. So what are we going to talk about a little while, uh, Jackie? Tonight I have, in honor of such a great fundraiser, I thought a great survival story would kick us into the okay. mood. So that's what I got for you guys in a little bit. Okay, right a survival story for that. Angel, aren't you honored to be here, bro? Um, I'm really honored, man. Yeah. I'm really excited that we are here and. Uh, really am because you know we're here that for the second year people are calling my name like like they remember me eh no and I feel really bad because I got that short term memory yeah that's all, that's the only reason I'm like I remember right you uh, what's your name <laughs> I love you all though yeah right whatever dude be nice to everyone all right anyways it's time for the shout outs because we always do shout outs at the beginning of our show because we love our listeners and all our shout outs are brought to you by Express Cuts. Because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another, so go to Express Cuts. Uh, first of all, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Patty, Lulu, and Jamie. I know they're listening right now. They're doing their hair. They're doing the girl thing, mijo. They do, you know girls, they do their hair and shit, and they talk about guys. So watch what you do around the girls, eh? They share it. And uh, little Deja and little Hulk. I love you, little guy. Uh, shout-out to you. Also, Randy Hulsevar. I think I pronounced your name right, but hey, it's so good to be in touch with you. You you threatened me again on Facebook. We lost touch ever since MySpace disappeared. Uh, it's good to be in touch again. At MySpace? What's that, dude? Uh, I don't know. Something from the old old school. Anyhow, uh, also... Was a that around during 8-track? What on it? cassettes? Yeah. Right around yeah. there, huh? That's Probably. where MySpace came out. Yeah. And uh, a shout-out to uh, Kim Busalachi. I don't know if I spoke, uh, said your name right, but thanks for friending us. You just friended us on Facebook Twin Talk Show this week. Cecilia Placencia, are you here in the house? I don't know if you are, but I know you liked our picture that I just posted. Uh, Louis Vasquez, hey, Holmes, I'm sorry for your loss, brother. I knew the guy, uh, but you know what? He's in a better place. Also, a shout-out to our cousin, Sylvia and Albert, who came down to Theo Luis's garage from Utah, and her longtime listeners, our nephews, from Utah, Reno, and Gabriel. Those are your shout-outs. They're brought to you. Wait, do you have a shout-out, brother? Uh, I just wanted to say, isn't it interesting that our nephews were 16 and 17 listen to our show on the Internet? With explicit language. Explicit oh, language. You can't, you can't stop swearing. Jeez. Uh, how about Jackie? You got a shout-out, baby? I just wanted to apologize because I know that I add to a lot of that explicit language. <laughs> you <laughs> love it. Sorry, guys. You always bring on the breastesses talk. <laughs> Anyhow, your shout-outs are brought to you by... I thought you were going to say you always bring on the breastesses talk. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> the shout-outs are brought to you by Express Cuts because you got to get your hair pimped at one time or another. So go to Express Cuts at 10-420 Laura Souza Road. But we like to say Big Monte Homes. You can just go on and walk in or make an appointment. I'm sorry, I don't remember the phone number, but look them up and tell them that Los Guates sent you and you get something good. All right, we'll be right back.
You're listening to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on TwinTalkCast.com. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are broadcasting live on the largest internet radio network in the world, Live 365 on TwinTalkCast.com. But where are we at? Uh, we, we're at Romano's Concert Lounge in the city of uh, Riverside. In the uh, Inland Empire. In the Inland Empire. The reason why we're here is because it's an awesome event. The Inland Empire, Rock for a Cure. We were here last year. We said, you got to let us back in. It was awesome. And it's a rock and roll venue that has a rock and roll event in order to benefit the American Cancer Society. Everyone has been affected in some shape or form by cancer. Hey, Jose, I just want to jump in really quick. Go ahead. Okay. I want to, one of our listeners here, Kimberly. Hi, Kimberly. Hey, Kimberly wanted me to give a shout out to her boys who are listening right now, Anthony, Andrew, and Atticus. Hey, homies, thanks for listening. Go to sleep. That's from your mama over there. It's after nine. And a shout-out to you, Adela, from La Jefa, from the RM Dolls. Thanks for listening, también. Anyway, it's a fantastic event we're at. Uh, we want to know, let everyone know if you're anywhere close by, make your way over here. The show's about to start, uh, and uh, there's four bands. There's plenty of party to go on. Borrowed Bones is going to perform. Um, uh, uh, Sojourners, <laughs> N.T. Robeson, and Love in the 38. Four awesome bands. I've had a chance to listen to their music, see some of them live. They're really cool. There's some awesome rock and roll paraphernalia. Not that kind of paraphernalia, folks. But other, like paintings and things like that that are going to be raffled. All of the proceeds go to benefit the American Cancer Society. Who here has been somehow affected by cancer? Come on, let's hear it. Okay, yeah, you know what? Somebody somebody here, everybody here has had somebody in their life. What are you doing, dude? What are you doing? I'm trying to move the microphone so I can get some audience participation. Go for it. Yeah. Oh, you're killing me, brother. Yeah, man. Anyway, so if you have an opportunity to come here, the cover charge is only $15. And you get four rock bands, an awesome party, and awesome food. I mean, you got to pay for the food, folks, but it's good stuff. You know what? I'm really looking forward to seeing the bands and, uh, and, and to, to hear the new Love in the 38 song live. And you know what? Also, um, if you can't make it, please go to your nearest or contact your nearest American Cancer Society. Send your donation there because uh, these uh, things that uh, that American Cancer Society does for people, we'll hear a little bit about it with our guests later on. But right now, um, uh, what time is it? It's, it's oh, wait a minute. Uh, when you hear that little guttural beat that comes from between your legs and goes up through your chest into the back of your throat. Uh, it's coming in through my ears, eh? <laughs> then it's time for... <laughs> Why does it have to be between your legs? Because rock and roll is like that. Only rock and roll can grab you by the nuts, grab you, make you groan. Uh, I love rock and roll. I could think of a couple Don't other Don't you love rock and roll? <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it grab you from the nuts or the groin? Every time. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> Forget R&B. I love R&B. Forget all the other stuff. You want to make love? You do it to rock and roll. Wowzers. Good to know. I and just it, thought this music was my beat. This is your beat. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this, this song brings on our uh, multimedia journalist from Telemundo and NBC, our very good friend, Jackie Casas. Let's hear for Jackie Casas. Thank you, thank you. I feel honored to be here. I'm very excited about this fundraiser. Thank you. Jackie was like, all year long, hey, when is the next event? When is the next event? I know. Hi, I'm glad excited. that we have an event. This is a fantastic event. It's a great uh, cause. I myself, I've been direct, uh, directly impacted by cancer. My mother is a two-time breast cancer survivor. Yeah. So this is this is an awesome place to be here and celebrating that. We are glad that you're here with us. And... Um, um, 
The reason why Jackie's always asking when's the next event is because we don't tell her to the last minute. Because yeah. she wants to wear her <laughs> new shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to dress up. So we're just going to have a condensed version of News and Dirty Laundry since uh, we have a short period of time before we have more guests coming up. But Yes, I felt like in honor of this cause, I thought this was a really fitting story. A 28-year-old autistic man survived three weeks in remote southern Utah. William Lefebvre set off on the 150-mile journey without food or equipment because all of his hiking gear was stolen. According to authorities, William didn't realize the length of his trip or the treachery the desert terrain had. And um, he traveled about 50 miles over the three weeks and was found near the Escalante River. Uh, he survived off frogs, roots, and water from the river. <laughs> Mushrooms. <Wow. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> however, however, officials did say that due to his autism, he had a different perspective than someone different. He, he was present. He thought it was more like a spiritual experience digging versus it. a survival type of thing. See, that's like my brother. Like when you went white water rafting the very first time, Okay, you were scared and everything. You I, came back, you told me about it, that, that you fell into the water. Like, Jose, I came back. Man, I fell in the water and it was cold. My balls shriveled up, and but I became one <laughs> with the river. I did, eh? I almost Am I blocking did. your eyes, dude? No, I'm sorry, yeah, bro. I'm blocking my eyes. <laughs> I'm one I with did. the river. I was present with the river and I survived it uh, for three weeks. Wow. So wow. no, I felt like it. So they found him. <laughs> authorities found him because they knew that autistic people tend to be attracted to water, and that's where he was, he was surviving. <laughs> I'm of. So they to... were they were searching along the river, and that's where they found him. Wow! It, come on now, if you're stuck in the somewhere by you know with no food or nothing, you're gonna be attracted to water. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm really smart. That autistic people are. <laughs> I'm attracted to water when I'm lost también. Eh? When I'm thirsty, yeah. When I'm thirsty, I've gone for four days. Oh, yeah. He was treated for dehydration and starvation, well, but him. he seems to be set off very, very well. Awesome. Oh. Three weeks out in the desert. Right what, on, William. What's what desert was it? Again? This was this is the desert between Utah and Arizona, and he was found near the Escalante River. <laughs> He was actually helping all the uh, illegal aliens cross. Eh? <laughs> that way, eh? Where, where do you find? Have a, a drink. How do, you, <laughs> how do you find a desert in a, a river? That's a that's a smart kid. Well, uh, he was able. He had some experience in hiking. He hiked a lot along uh, Colorado. But what screwed him over was that his equipment was stolen. So that's the jacked up part. Oh man! Don't steal an autistic kid's equipment, man. Not nice. But he survived no. and he's doing well. Yes, yeah, it's here for If that, you're yeah. gonna, if yeah. you're. If you're going to steal somebody's equipment, it'll be an autistic kid because he'll survive. Yeah. Right? Good for autistic kids. But don't steal. Don't steal I'm anything. I'm not telling from anybody to steal anything. So, Jackie, so um, let, let's, you have a little blurb for us when it comes to American Cancer Society. For I those do. Of you. I do. Yes. I wanted to just give a little, little, little fact about it. The American Cancer Society is directly dedicated to helping those who face cancer, which FYI, as we got an early survey, we knew that it affects everybody some way somehow the acs teaches the community about treatment and early detection supports cancer patients and their family members and mostly most importantly helps with research and funding to find a cure which is what everyone here at romano's is doing so cheers to that let's have a round of applause for that so uh to that end uh we uh we would like to uh introduce our next guest who uh is here with us uh, a two-time survivor, uh, also a great testimony when it comes to uh, the benef- the benefits of um, the American Cancer Society, Miss Cindy Wessel. Cindy Wessel, let's hear it for her. Now, Cindy said she was going to be too shy, so let's hear it again really loud for her. 
Don't be shy. There's, you know, don't be shy. We're on the internet. People listen to us all over the world. No reason to be shy. So, Cindy, tell us about your story. Where are you from? Where did you, you grow up? Like, what, what part of the, the, this wonderful world? Oh, I'm sorry. Forgive me. There we go. Let's do it again. You're... I'm from here from Riverside. Riverside. Okay, awesome. So she's a local. So you say you're a two-time uh, survivor. Tell us about that. Um, the first time I was diagnosed with cancer was nine years ago, and I survived that. And the second time was seven years ago, and I survived that. Wow. Now, were they both the same type? Was, did you? No, it was two different types of cancer. So, and all in all, how long was your period of, of, of I don't know what the term is, when you were in relapse, I guess is the term. There is no such thing when it comes to cancer as remission. It is called a dormant period where your cancer cells actually lay in dormant, which means I could get cancer at any other time. Tell us about... It's like when I got home with a hangover. <laughs> I totally lay dormant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, paint a picture to, for people who don't know what it's like, because I, I'm a... I, I, I would assume that you, you you painted a picture. I've always heard of relapse, I mean, a remission. And you're like, wow, you, you think people are like, oh, wow, I'm scot-free. Did you ever feel that way? Um, yes, <laughs> I did. did. Yeah. You, well, you, just have to you just got to live your life, right? You have to live your life. There really isn't a lot you can do about it. It's not really in my hands. I believe that there is a higher power that has control of my life and and... It's not up to me whether I'm going to be here or I'm not going to be here. Okay. And um, I know that there are wonderful organizations as such as the American Cancer Society that does take care of people that do get cancer and their families that get cancer. And I wholeheartedly believe in supporting the American Cancer Society. Absolutely. They do give back 94 cents of every dollar that is donated to their organization, which I don't know if a lot of people understand that, but they do. So for people who do not know of a cause that they want to donate to, I really believe that that is a really a great cause to give to. Awesome, awesome. And you've been to this a particular event before here at the Inland yes. Empire Rock for a Cure? I've, yes, this is my second year here. Um, I'm also a team captain for Relay for Life. Awesome. I've been one for eight years. And that's another great cause to go to. I uh, can I ask you a question. I yes. You know, uh, Michael Zay says you know I've, a lot of people raise their hand here that you know we, uh, a lot of us have been affected. You know, either in, you know someone we know or first or second or third mm -hmm. by cancer. Uh, um, but uh, not having myself, like, what would you tell somebody, not like myself, that that is not, you know, doesn't have or is afflicted by it. Right. but is affected by it. How, how can, you know, what can we do to help or, or, or not do to help? You know what I'm saying? You don't know what I'm saying. Huh? Yes. <laughs> no, I know because um, not only was I affected by cancer directly, uh -huh. but um, my best friend of 25 years um, also was affected by cancer. Uh -huh. And um, unfortunately, she passed away a little over a year ago. Uh -huh. I also have a brother that is surviving cancer right now uh -huh. um he has what they call multiple myeloma which is a rare form of bone marrow cancer mm. he is unfortunately not going to survive his either oh. there are different forms of cancer mm -hmm. and so for people who do not know much about cancer it does affect people and their families indirectly mm -hmm. and directly 
Um, uh, paint a picture for those, you know. Uh, hold on, she's still answering. I know, no, but go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I'm trying. Dude. What? I'm running a show here. She gets it's to okay, Jose. Yeah, but <laughs> how come she can't answer my questions? <laughs> she just answered the question. No, you no. stopped her. It's okay. Okay, go ahead. Boys, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I wanted her to expound on what she was saying, man. Okay, it go for it. Jeez, dale. That's why we never, we never agree, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. We agree to disagree. Go ahead, boys. <laughs> yes, Mama Linda. Go ahead. So as you were saying, what, uh, what I wanted to ask is paint a picture for people who don't know. Because uh, the obvious thing is we know that Okay, if a loved one has cancer, we know that people are remorse or there's denial or whatever they go to, but in what more tangible, practical ways does it affect people? That's really it. Not really easy to mm-hmm. answer that one. I can't really... It's really hard to answer because I become a little emotional mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. I was the first person in my family to get cancer Mm-hmm. And when I first told my family that I got cancer, my mother said, how can you have cancer? Nobody in our family has ever had cancer. Well, I wow. said, well, you know, somebody has to start it somewhere. Wow. Um, and then there's been quite a few people in my family that have gotten cancer. Wow. It's amazing. And um, unfortunately, there's been a couple people in my family that have not survived it. And there's been a lot of us that have survived it. I think that you need to educate yourself and educate your family. Um, I do a mini relay at my school. I work for the school district and I do um, a mini relay for children at my school so that they can be educated. Awesome. And their families come out and participate so that the families can be educated because you never know when it's going to affect you or someone you know. Even if it doesn't directly affect you, it will affect somebody that you know. I spoke to somebody recently, I think it was yesterday we were talking about uh, cancer and because we, we were talking about being going to be here and someone actually said that there's still sort of a stigma even in this day and age. Can you talk about that? Um, it is. A, you know, a lot of people don't like to believe that um, cancer is going to affect them. Um, and then there's a lot of people that don't like to believe that there's ever going to be a cure. Um, But cancer research has come a long way Mm -hmm. compared to what it used to be. There's a lot more people that are surviving cancer than there ever used to be. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, a lot of people didn't used to survive cancer. And there's so many more women that survived breast cancer than there ever used to be. Right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So we do have to say that there's been a lot of research and there's been a lot of um, cures and things have come along with, we have a lot more drugs that are in effect. The cancer that my brother has, um, there's been more drugs that have come out now and the cancer that he has now, when he first was diagnosed, the probability was only five years. Now people, the new drugs that have come out People can live anywhere between 10 to 20 years. So that's why, ladies and gentlemen, that's why we're here today. That's why there's people here that are enjoying uh, food and drink and uh, about to enjoy four awesome rock and roll bands. Because the real reason we're here is because we want to help, you know, eradicate uh, this despicable disease and also help uh, improve the lifestyle of those that are affected by it. Yes. We are so happy that you're here. Thank you so much for your story. I know that uh, it it takes a lot to be, you know, to, to relive this. 
So we really appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sharing. Let's hear it for Cindy Wessel. Thank you so much, Cindy. We love Cindy. Hey, but we're also here for the beer, eh? (laughs) And I don't have one. (laughs) So you know what? uh, In uh, uh, like as for those of you who just tuned in, Angel, stop doing that. It's killing my ears. Uh, For those who just tuned. For those of you just tuned in, um, we are broadcasting live from the uh, Inland Empire Rock for the Cure that's taking place at uh, Romano's Concert Lounge in the city of Riverside, California. And you know what? The the second year that we've been here, but it's the fourth year um, that this uh, event has taken uh, uh, place. Come to pass. But uh, I'm really digging it. It's a it's a great venue. Uh, they remodeled it. It was already pretty bitching before. Yeah. Uh, but I'm, they put us in the construction site today, though. Did you notice? Hey, dude, we're under construction all the time, man. <laughs> eh? God ain't finished with me yet. Eh? <laughs> yeah, he sure ain't. Anyways, uh, please, if you're not here now, come on down because it's a great venue. You'll be glad you did because you, you'll end up coming back. Well, right now we're going to take a music break. And the music break is uh, a, a track by our next guest. This next guest is going to be performing here also. Um, they've performed at every single one of these events. Um, M.T. Robeson, uh, their track is called Tattoo, and we'll, we'll be right back. Soldier in this war of roses, and I've been beaten 
black and blue. Let's hear that. That's M.T. Robeson, bro. Dude, awesome I got, track. I totally have to admit, I've never heard any of your tracks, and that's rocking, bro. That's Brother, awesome. I'm digging it. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as uh, we promised... I got my cherry pop today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear personal business, brother. As we promised, one of the uh, acts that is going to be performing here uh, in a little while at the Inland Empire Rock for the Cure, and this is not their first time. They've been to every one of them because these people care. Let's hear for M.T. Robeson. <laughs> so did you get a new tattoo, bro? Uh, I did. Awesome. I did. I got a girl on my back to watch my back. So. <laughs> okay, so let's have you guys introduce your no so people can hear your name and hear your voice and put a name to it and that are listening. Okay, my name's M.T. Robeson. I'm Mitchell Argonda. I'm Mark Schrader. Steve Schrader. Oh, well, Steve Schrader, I got to tune you up a little bit. Let's do that again, Steve. Steve Schrader, there, Steve Schrader. There he Steve is. Schrader. There he is. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, that's M.T. Robeson for you. Now, I was really, it, it, when I was reading your bio, I was blown away that you guys came out of uh, the Yucca Valley area. Joshua Tree, that's kind of where you guys came up. Uh, yeah. Big fan of, there's a little art thing going on there oh, in Pioneer oh, yeah. Town. Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. How'd that, how'd that influence you? How'd that, you know? Uh, well, you know, it's, uh, I, I, I wasn't out there that long. Uh -huh. Really, I'm from Colton. Wow. That's still I, sort of in Lindenburg. I, I mean, it is in Lindenburg. I, I grew up in Colton, so, uh -huh. you know. Uh-huh. All right. So, you know. Where the RVs are at. Yeah. 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 The okay. RVs and the cows. And the Colton Piano Place, right? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> anyways, for those of you listeners that are listening to us all over the world, uh, Colton is a place about 95 miles east of Los Angeles. <laughs> I think it's 96. Okay, 96. Sorry, folks. Yeah. Nice to have corrected. And now, these but, guys but, are from Riverside, and, and well, he, I grew he's up. from Yucca Valley. I'm Mitchell here. I, gr I, grew up, I grew up in Joshua Tree. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I've been out there during the summer, like in the late fall area, when they're, actually the spring area, when they have these cool like festivals, and they have awesome music. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jose, you're always, everybody that comes on the air, they're from somewhere, you always say you were there. Because I was. <laughs> I'm a well-traveled man. <laughs> you, you, you look like a well-traveled man. Google Maps. Google no. Maps. <laughs> no, dude. I've been there. Been there, done that. Yeah, Angel, you'd fit in more at the Joshua Tree Music Festival. Yeah, 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 wouldn't he? Totally. Oh, yeah, totally. All right, I'll go. Yeah. Yeah. See what I'm saying, bro? 
Yeah, I'm going. <laughs> yeah, Jose, I think I, I played that. I played that music festival. Yeah, at Pioneer Town or whatever. Well, it is. the Joshua Tree Music Festival. Oh, yes. they have two of them. Yes, yeah, I've been able to play that one. Awesome for music. Two they years could, now. And it, you'd think you're in like Joshua Tree, and it's going to be like you know all country, which I love country music. <laughs> but they got all. Oh yeah, that's oh, the yeah. Roots Festival. Yeah. That's in October. Yes. Yeah. That's where I went to. But anyway, so tell yeah, us what. Right. For the, I was there. I could say that también. Eh? I'm, I'm trying to interview I you guys. I was there eh, at the car show. Okay, man. Here's the deal. So uh, I was listening to your tracks. I've listened to several of them, and I mean, I, I I've heard of you guys before. I always thought it was more like a bluesy thing, which is you guys obviously it's very bluesy, but man, there's like a a, a feeling of like um, kind of dare dare I say poppy, kind of poppy, but then and really kind of an eclectic sound. Uh, it's very eclectic, especially if you've been listening to Promise record. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, our newer demo that we did, it's more rock and roll, uh -huh. more ACDC uh -huh. style uh, blues rock. Uh -huh. But uh, the, the Promise record was done in uh, in uh, 08, and it, it's, it's, it was a compilation of me and Mark working together and it's 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 a uh, it's a lot of uh, different different vibes but it, it came from a singer-songwriter vibe and then we turned it into songs well you know what it really it's legit it's legit it, cool it, it really shows Thanks, that there's man. some depth in your music you Thank know you. how long have you guys have you guys been together as the, this is the this is the original MTV Robeson yeah yeah this we've been together how long three years now three three, three. years Three years now. Wow. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, who plays what here? Uh, Mitchell plays drums. Right on, Mitchell. Uh, Mark Schrader plays uh, lead guitar. What's up, Mark? Hey, buddy. And uh, <laughs> Steve plays bass, and I play lead guitar and sing. How many different uh, uh, guitars do you pull on stage? You got, cause uh, I play two. Okay. I play one slide guitar, and then I play my regular guitar. Awesome. So Colton, you didn't. F I don't think of blues when I think of Colton. Oh, you you know, it's. Uh, I grew up in Colton, and then I went to Hollywood, and, and I lived there for years, and mm -hmm. then I came back here, and then I moved out to the desert, and I put. I was putting this together when I was out in the desert, but you know. You got to realize, MT's been playing blues for about a thousand years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. I, I really. I've been. In, I've been in a hundred bands. And, wow. You know, it's just. But, you know, it's what I do. He it, was it, playing for the king about 500 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. So now when you put the, when you put the, uh, uh, the you, this part, when this particular incarnation of your latest band got together, this, bar, uh, I mean, bar, I'm looking at Barrel Bones is on the Incarnation? Uh, yeah, just let me talk, man. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Barrel Bones just, Barrel Bones just took the stage right That's now. That's right. They're it's up. here for them. Yeah, yeah, right up. Dennis, you rock, man. What were you looking for? Hey, I want to hear it from my sister. She just brought a pitcher of beer. Eh? Hey, who yeah, wants some beer? Hey, we're not supposed beer? to have beer, Angel, here, dude. We're not supposed to have beer. All right. Anyway, so what were you looking for when you put this band together, uh, this, you know, these four guys? Well, you know, we, we started out more on the promise level, more on the tattoo level, like doing uh, singer-songwriter kind of poppy uh, stuff, and, uh -huh. and I don't know. We started playing a lot of rock clubs, so we we put together a bunch of rock songs. So now we're doing it all. We're we're gonna we're gonna do both. We're gonna do both sets. We're gonna do the promise set, and we're gonna do our real hard set like we're gonna do tonight. Awesome. So, so we're doing we're both we're doing a, a lot of different kinds of music. Now you're talking about the set. Uh, for those of you who just came in, uh, the hey, 11 to 38 just came in hey, over there. Yeah. 
So uh, you, uh, uh, for those of you who just tuned in, um, MT is talking about the fact that we are at the Inland Empire Rock for a Cure, and they're going to be performing the next set uh, right after Borrowed Bones. You've done this every year. Um, I read in your bio that there's a, you have a, there's an emotional connection to this. There's a, you're sort of like on a mission. Tell us about that. Well, you know, I lost my dad to cancer. My sister's a cancer survivor. And uh, right I helped my dad die. I, I was his caregiver at home. Because wow. he, he made me promise that I would uh, take care of him and not let him die in a hospital. Mm. Wow. So he died at home with dignity. It was yeah. awesome. Cool. It was probably the best thing I ever did in my whole life. And mm. how, long are the, how long how old were you when that happened? Uh, I, how old was that? That was... Well, Ten years ago, Ten years I, I ago? don't know. I, you don't want to know what. <laughs> hey, don't say. I, I don't want to tell what, you. What I meant was it a long time. It was recent, somewhat recent, right? Yeah, it was ten about years. ten years ago. Well. Yeah, and uh, it was uh, it was very cool to be able to help him. You know, because mm -hmm. he, he really he was he was old. He had a good long life. He mm -hmm. was eighty three, mm -hmm. but you know they gave him six months and he lived six years. Oh, right on. That's fantastic. Yeah, he, he went to Australia, he went to the Philippines, yeah. got a girlfriend. He, he did all kinds uh, of shit yeah. before he died. Just one girlfriend, eh? <laughs> really, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what what uh, what did it do to you? I mean, did it did, was it something that you know, well, changed? It, it made me uh, it it made me less afraid of death. Really? Yeah. Oh. And it, it made me appreciate. Uh, I don't know. You know, he was my best friend, and and uh, just uh, I don't know, just. Getting, getting to help him go and with dignity, really, right you because I kept him clean like a baby. You know? Right on, good Because you know, when you get to that point, you know, you can't do anything for yourself. So, right on. You know what? I, I, every time we we broach this subject, we broached it before on our show. We always talk about Did the you fact say that broach. Broach. Is that something you wear on your dress? <laughs> <laughs> your dress, brother, not mine. We, I always talk about, I like to point out the fact that we've all been affected in some shape or form, because not necessarily directly. Sometimes we might know someone who knows someone, and uh, and and we realize that it affects their lives, their lives in a certain way. Uh, and I, I want to direct this to, to to the rest of the guys. I mean, uh, have you guys have any experiences to tell, or just by uh, uh, um, exposure to MT here? No, we went through the same thing with our grandpa. He died of lung cancer, so we, we've you know been around it and witnessed it. I don't know if there was anybody else that. Uh, my um, my best friend, uh, all throughout growing up, his dad uh, passed away from cancer uh, when I was in 11th grade in high school, so I was about 17, and he pretty much helped raise me. There's a high school in Joshua Tree? <laughs> yeah. Actually, next town over, man, not even in Joshua Tree. <laughs> the next, it's Joshua Tree, Yucca Valley, right, and yeah, here right. you go. I love that. There's uh, the uh, Happy there's, Cooker, right? There's cactus out there. Do you, like, scrape it? Dude. So, like, when you come back, you got the bouquet <laughs> and shit, you could take a shot? Not that kind, dude. It's protected, dude. You can't chop those down. Dude. All of the above. <laughs> <laughs> so before we let you guys go, because you guys got a set to get ready for, um, what do you want? To, you know, this is not just about a party. You guys have, have, are doing this with it's conviction. It's about the beard. The beard. Well, whatever. <laughs> you guys are here. There's conviction, obviously, in your voices. So when you go up there, I mean, is it a different type of gig than when you go out there in a, your typical uh, festival? You oh, know? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a purpose here, you know, and 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 we and we love doing it, you know. Well, so. we I I want to give some props to Dennis. You yeah. know, we met him at the Whiskey uh -huh. at one of our shows. I think it was in '010. Uh, we met him there and uh, had the connection, like total connection with him, band to band, man to man. Yeah, and uh, seeing you know b him doing this and 
and letting us be a part has been just a real blessing because of the many ways that, you know, cancer is one of those things that touches everybody in one way or another. And so anytime we can be a part, we love Dennis. So bottom line is we want to support anything he does. And Right on. Kudos to Dennis. uh, Talking about Dennis Gabriel, who has organized this event, he's also um, the first act that's performing, Borrowed Band, Borrowed Bones, is his band. (laughs) Borrowed Band. (laughs) Can I borrow your band? eh? (laughs) My my band's in jail. eh? Dennis Gabriel (laughs) is the the organizer of this event, um, and he is performing now with his band called Borrowed Bones. And um, and he's a longtime listener, también. And, eh? and you know, that's who they're giving props to. So before we let you guys go, who um, we want to make sure you guys are able, because uh, you are very deserving. I got to tell you for doing this. Let our listeners know where they can find your music, or when you're, you know, whatever you guys want to tell them about what's going on with Mt. Robeson. Uh, yeah, we got we got the we got the Facebook going on definitely. You can find us on Facebook and, and the YouTube channel. We got mtrobeson.com slash Oh yeah, we got mtrobeson.com. And we will we will do youtube.com slash mtrobeson music. Relax Linda. <laughs> She's freaking out everyone at home. Right. She's yeah. behind the camera what? wigging out. It's nice all good. Nice comeback, buddy. Nice comeback. Yeah. <laughs> and we're on Reverb, and uh, yeah, we're we're out there. Just Google us. You'll find us, man. Right on. And just I Google am. Mt. Robeson, and you will find us. I am for sure, because like I said, my bad. Never heard your music, but I'm so glad I'm digging your tune. I'm cool, <laughs> and you're cool cats, eh? Yeah. Thanks for coming too, on. man. All right, ladies and rocking. ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it from Mt. Robeson in the house. Thank you, guys. Oh, and there you go. That was uh, actually a rebroadcast of our show as we broadcast live there from the Inland Empire Rock for a Cure uh, a couple of weeks ago. And it was uh, that's only uh, one of the uh, a part of the rebroadcast because we also had Eleven to Thirty Eight, uh, Julie Pizzatola, and uh, Gary Romano on there who talked some more later on. And a chill on people were just, it was awesome, man. I'm looking forward to hearing those as well. It was great. And uh, we hope that you enjoyed uh, that event and uh, that you will um, seek it and find it in your hearts to, uh, to donate to the American Cancer Society. But now we come to the end of our show today uh, on Tuesday. Uh, from t- our t- Wednesday, as uh, you know, we had a couple guests uh, slated for our show, and uh, given um, uh, certain circumstances which we don't want to talk about, Flake, uh, they're not here. So we <laughs> played. We played the much. Um, <laughs> we played the much uh, asked for and requested. Uh, one of the f- requested uh-huh. podcasts of the uh, IE um, Inland Empire Road for the show, and people have been, been for the cure. Been asking for that, and uh, there you go. Uh, there'll be more to come. There'll be on. more to come. We'll be posting it. But right now, it's time for Angels Chill Lounge. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Kick back and listen.
I ain't perfect. You ain't either. But who's taking count? Is that what it's all about? To stay in the about bouts? Perhaps we can consider that everything is perfect, not because of you or me, but not void of you or me. That's all we have to see, you see, and to not be tense and do it all with ease, you see. Chill, when love. That is another edition of Angel's Chill Lounge. And that brings us to the end of this week's Twin Talk with Jose and Angel as we broadcast live from Theo Luis's garage on TwinTalkCast.com and on uh, the largest radio network, uh, Live 365. And make sure to podcast us because we are iTwins. Search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on iTunes and put us in your gadget. Or just go to TwinTalkCast.com and Click on previous podcasts and you could stream them from there or you could download them or click subscribe. As my brother says, subscribe, eh? Friend us on Facebook, Twin Talk Show, and Twitter, Twin Talk Show. That way you know what's going on in the Twin Pyre. Anyways, tune in next week as we bring in another great show. You could be part of the Twin Immunity. (laughs) Twin Immunity. It's immunity. Twet work. (laughs) Our social twet work. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, tune in next week on <laughs> TwinTalkCast.com. Tuesday night, 7 p.m. for our live show or just TwinTalkCast.com for any of our podcasts anytime on demand for free. See you guys next time. Shoo!